Welcome to the Broken Meta Tarsal. My name is Rich Williams. This is a brand new podcast from Planet Football, where we've begun by celebrating everything that Naughty's football had to offer. A decade of footballing brilliance, the battle of the buffet, and some very well-documented Broken Meta Tarsals. Joining me today, as per usual, uh, Stoke supporting Planet Football editor Mark Holmes. Hello. Also, Planet Football deputy editor and Leeds fan, Rob Conlon. Hello there. And our European footy expert, Pete Farris, is here as well. Hello, everyone. Okay, so this one is slightly different. It's our kind of end of series podcast reflecting on our first series of the Broken Metatarsal and uh, looking back on some of the stuff that's happened. Yeah, it's, it's basically our winter break, this, isn't it? This is what we're going into. We've we've finished this first part of the season and we're heading to the next. It's uh, it's a lovely Christmas time to, to gather around and have a Christmas podcast special. Isn't it just? And we hope you had a great Christmas. Like everybody, we just wanted to do something easy so we didn't have to do much work in December, so we thought we'd do this and exactly. not an interview. Unless you're the guy who has our Twitter handle, in which case we've had a terrible season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> terrible Christmas. Apart from him, but we're still waiting for him to be deactivated. Fingers crossed. Uh, so there you go. This is, uh, uh, yes, our ease towards the new year here on the Broken Metatarsal. Rob's over there. You all right, Rob? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm, I'm fine. Not... Just checking because you haven't said anything yet. So I'm just, just checking everything <laughs> just was all right. for a moment. Good. Each uh, episode is brought to you by our friends at Football Index, the football stock market where you can buy and sell players for real money. Sign up today at footballindex.co.uk and use the code TBMINDEX to trade with a £500 money back guarantee. New customers only, 18 plus. And please do rate and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, We're really, really very grateful for all the uh, kind ratings and uh, kind uh, messages that you've put on there, which is great. And uh, yeah, if you subscribe, then when we start the next series, uh, you'll get it straight away. So that kind of would make sense. So here's how it's going to work. We're going to look back at some of our favourite memories of the series so far uh, and also do a bit of a Christmas special on the old football fact, football fiction. So let's start with our memories. Let's start with Mark. I'm going to really, really shock you now, Rich. Oh, God. (laughs) It was the Stoke episode. Who would have thought it? Do you know what? There's just one word from that entire episode when we spoke to Danny Higginbottom and, and we said, what was Ricardo Fuller like? And his first word was ridiculous. And that, that just summed up everything I've been trying to tell you for 10 weeks and just justified it all. So Longer was, than 10 weeks for me, actually. Well, yeah. It's been about three years, I think. <laughs> well, what I loved about that the most was I wasn't actually here for that. I wasn't on that episode. And um, we got a little WhatsApp group going and I sort of said, oh, how was the, how was the recording today? And uh, the first thing I think that came through was Mark going, it was the best one we've ever done. <laughs> it was absolutely incredible. We've got to keep doing those episodes. It. it was one of those things that when we were brainstorming ideas of things we could do. And by the way, if you've got any suggestions of subjects, topics you want us to cover, I've please, you know, we'd, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, contact at planetfootball.com is, is the way to email us, the easiest thing to do. When we were doing that, Mark straight away was like, we've got to do one on Stoke. And we were all a little bit like, do you know, really, I've got to say, I, I think it was possible possibly my favourite hey, it, was so, it, was, it was really good fun like talking about it and there's just something about that team wasn't there that was you know we, we talked a lot about the Delap throwing and everything that was kind of amazing and pretty memorable as well so fair play to you it, it was a great episode. Have you calmed down yet? Because it was the giddiest I've ever seen you. <laughs> and, it, and it carried on as well for about two hours afterwards. You, you were just riding the crest of a wave. Let's just say it was much more enjoyable talking about that Stoke team than the current one. <laughs> you well, burst into that... song. You burst into I song did, twice, in fact, which was unexpected. But... Okay, so the, the thing is, you've had your Stoke episode. Now, I've had which my is good. It was a little bit like um, when you ask a, a kid, you say you want to do stuff, and they'll say, well, I'll only do it if you let me do this. <laughs> it was a little bit like the sort of, you know... The um, the petulance of a child. Like, only if we do a Stoke episode. It Otherwise, was, I'm not interested. It so. was my carrot to the stick. <laughs> yeah. the, the other nine episodes. So, <laughs> let me just get this straight, right? So, Rob Leeds fan. Yeah. Rich Leeds fan. So, yeah. you both had an episode. You've, obviously, as the boss, had an episode here, Mark, on Stoke. What did Borough do in the mid-2000s? Thank God, we had, we had Man City... 
Talking about you beating them six one, that's your moment. Just eight accept one, that. Yeah, eight one, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I like the fact that you're trying to like whitewash the history of that. It's like, yeah. It was only six now. So you three get a season and I get one <laughs> rare game. That's uh, all relative to what their teams did in the noughties. Seems that's the fair. thing. So um, I'm gonna suggest though that if anyone ever applies for work experience with us again, they've just got to listen to that Stoke podcast and it's been like, look, this is what you're putting yourself in yeah. for. These <laughs> are what days in the office are actually like. So if you're up for a forty minute Ricardo full of diet tribe then get yourself in <laughs> but there was something quite interesting about that one as well which is that a lot of the football that we've talked about has been you know the Invincibles for example the sensational football they did Liverpool making to Istanbul and Torres and all those kind of things Spurs getting the shirts you know all the, all the great memories <laughs> memories like the corners of my mind Spurs getting the shirts as well yeah that's worth going out. but aside from Spurs getting the shits I just like the fact that this it, it, there was a slight there's a slight difference about that Stoke team that isn't perhaps as pleasing on the eye as some of those great teams. They are greatness in their own way. Mars looking at me it, like it's It was pleasing on the ear, me. Rich. It was pleasing on the <laughs> ear and that's the main thing. <laughs> that was the main thing. So that would be your moment of the series Absolutely, so far. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Um, we will be dedicating a whole uh, series to Stoke next time. No, we, won't. <laughs> no, we, we definitely won't be. Right then, let's do a bit of football fact, football fiction. Two of these statements are totally false, made up and fiction. Uh, the other one is a fact. Uh, your job, my job, is to work out which is the fact from the fiction. So who have we got then? Um, we've got Cristiano Ronaldo. We've got Fernando Torres here. And I have Sven-Goran Eriksson. So all three are featured. Uh, we don't want to tell you what their facts were earlier in the series, because if you go back, then it'll ruin it for you if you haven't listened yet. But let's see what we've got uh, on these ones. Mark, let's start with you. What have you got for Cristiano Ronaldo? Coming straight in with big facts for you, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> Sorry, have you turned into a rapper? What, what on earth was that? Well, job? basically, so I long, noticed... We've, we've tried to get Westwood on here for so long, and it's nice to finally got Westwood. Coming in with big facts. <laughs> basically, our 18 to 24 demographic isn't as high as what I was, I'd like it to okay. be. And I'm just trying to appeal to me. Right, um, what have you got? For, so, what's your big fact, man? The big fact <laughs> is that Cristiano Ronaldo broke up with his model girlfriend because she didn't attend his mum's birthday party. That sounds like it could be totally something that could be true. Because him, is it it's Dolores, isn't it? His mother? Yeah. I'm not on first name terms, but it sounds... Is it is not Dolores? <laughs> I think it might be, yeah. So, I'm sorry, someone needs to Google this right now before I look like an absolute idiot. Is it Dolores? So how long have I'm you good. known Cristiano Ronaldo? Right, you know, a second. I'm, I think it's well known. Chris, I'm Googling this now. Wait a minute. Cristiano. It's not the sort of fact that remains in my mind. Ronaldo. Mar Maria it. Dolores Dos Santos Avera. Yeah, so there yeah. you go. Dolores is a... Wonderful. So it's Maria. It's a yeah. shame that's not <laughs> 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 I was hoping no one would pick up on that. There you go. So he, uh, she didn't turn up to the birthday party. Yeah. We know we know how close he is with his mum. So that totally sounds like something that could be true. But let's move on. Rob, what have you got? So coming in with an even bigger fact <laughs> is um, Fernando Torres, obviously featured on, heavily on our Liverpool episode. He's so loved in Madrid by Atletico Madrid fans that he has a train named after him. But it keeps breaking down. <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> actually, I thought that wasn't too bad. Actually, it was, well, it, was, it was quite quick. I actually felt quite bad about that. <laughs> so it wasn't grim. too bad. It would have been less bad if you hadn't written them and therefore had thought about that lined for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was totally lined up. That one. Every one of my contributions is scripted. I'm not. <laughs> he said that in brackets at the end, but I didn't want to say. Um, it. Is the is the train? Is it called the Fernando? Is it called the Torres? It's is it the called the FT? It's What's the it El Nino. The El Nino. His, his nickname, obviously, that uh, makes sense. and it's very, very fast, like he was in his Atletico Madrid. Days. Okay, I, I, could, I can believe that one as well. Pete, what have you got for us? 
So Sven Goran Eriksson, who again was a big part of one of our uh, podcasts, Sven Goran Eriksson has said he could have taken England all the way, but he blames some of it on an argument between Steven Gerrard and Frank Lampard over a car. Everything we seem to mention about Sven Goran Eriksson seems to feature the phrase "all the way." Although on the first <laughs> the first episode, it was in a slightly different context. But there you go. So, what car were they falling out over? What just give us a little bit of bit of backstory to this? It was a Countach, I believe it's called. I'm, I don't know cars very well. Can't like say that Countach exactly. Yeah, <laughs> um, I was a bit unhappy when I was reading the facts, and I was like, "Oh, I have to say this on a podcast." Um, but yes, it was over a Countach. Basically, both wanted it. it. Was like a rare, really rare car. I mean, again, I don't know too much about cars generally, but it was everyone was after this. Apparently, a couple of other big. Premier League players were trying to buy it as well. Those two got into a bidding war and were just trying to outbid each other the whole time. And then in the end, Lampard got it because he paid something ridiculous for it. And him and Gerard fell out for like months over it just before England were heading towards a World Cup. And he blamed some of it, obviously not all of it, but some of it on the fact that those two had got into this ridiculous bidding war for this car. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, just trying to th- I'm just trying to think in my head uh, whether that could possibly derail an England performance in a World Cup well, no, it didn't, didn't take too much to derail well, exactly, an England yeah. performance in and a World Cup and they were already tactically it didn't quite work so you, you throw in a bit of a personality clash and he blames that in his autobiography it's one of the things he says so every time sort of one of them gave away the ball the other one was like it's because of the car <laughs> yeah. that kind of thing yeah. alright um, let me just go back to you Mark with Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo the model girlfriend how long ago was this what kind of was it a significant birthday what were the birthday plans it, Who, where were they supposed to be did she have an excuse for not turning up you might have to give me one of those questions at a time, but it's okay. Arena Shayek, is it? Is that the like Andrew Neil. Oh, Arena, um, is she the one with Bradley Cooper now? Again, Rich, your celebrity knowledge. Let and, me Google it. And, and, here, we, yeah, here we go. What's Irina, her middle name? Arena Dolores. <laughs> is he actually Googling this or is he Googling the facts? No, no. I know, I'm telling you, Arena Shayek. The page was Irina already Sh- open, actually. Arena Shayek yeah. is a Russian model who is. Oh, it's a cracking she... podcast, isn't it? With yeah. Man looks. Excuse me. Been with Bradley Cooper 2015 to 2019. There you go. And okay. she hates Dolores Ronaldo. Yeah, not a big, not a big fan of Maria Dolores <laughs> Ronaldo. So go on, tell us, tell us the backstory here. Um, yeah, so it was a big birthday. It was his mum's 70th birthday, actually. Um, I hope. <laughs> oh my god! No, 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 no! Stop! It's not. It's not. It's not. How old is How old's Ronaldo? Well, I'm trying to think. Like 33. 33. So. It was her seventieth, and this 60. is and this is a few, good few years ago. So you're telling me that Dol- uh, Dolores, whatever her name is, had Ronaldo when she was like so late forties, fifty or sixty. I'm thinking you're making it up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come at me with questions. I've only got what I've got written down on the card. I'm not a mathematician. I've just forget her age. Forget her age. Okay. Though. Okay. So what? Tell, give us the story. What's forget the, the gen- age? Give gen- us the general story. Yeah. It was a birthday, and, he <laughs> and she didn't turn up. No, but what? What was the birth? What was it? Was it? A, was it a significant no, it was, birthday? I, I'm pretty sure it was a significant birthday. I can't remember. The Did age. she have a reason for not turning up? Yeah, it was a shoot. I that much I do know. She was on a modelling shoot. She was on. A so it was work, shoot. but obviously, and it's your in-laws. You don't really. Yeah, you you're know. with Cristiano Ronaldo. You're not short of money. Do you really need to, to go do on that, that shoot? shoot? But she was insistent that she had to. So he did you say that grilling was more intense than most politicians have received in recent months? Like that was unbelievable the way he went at him. Yeah, but the the response was about as re- as effective as most <laughs> politicians. Know, that, yeah. And that's why Boris Johnson's not coming on the broken metatarsal. <laughs> <laughs> Get your response on. Um, so did he finish it with her straight away? It's like no, absolutely not. Or do you think it was a, a line? Do you think this was on the cards? For uh, Irina and Cristiano. I haven't got the insight into the personal relationships, but it was within a couple of weeks. I think she went to the shoot and then came back and then sort of won 
meet up later. It was, it was done and dusted. Oh, he did it in person. That's he nice did it of him. Person, he didn't yeah. do it over WhatsApp. No, he's a nice fella. Tell me about this train. Is it a regular train? I know it's a high speed one, uh, as you said, but is it just a, a sort of regular one? Does it have? Uh, does it just have his name written on the side? I think it's got the number nine, El Nino, his signature. You know, all, all the works that you'd expect of a Madrid legend. Because like in Leeds, for example, they've got the first bus in Leeds. They've named them after people from like, that are like quite famous and stuff like that. So, you know, yeah. on a slightly less scale. Who have we got in Leeds? Mel B, is it? Mel B's got... <laughs> no, I think Mel B's or Scary Spice has got one, a bus. Then there's a couple of others as well knocking around. Yes, yeah, so I think Josh Warrington, maybe the boxer. I think I'm maybe not going to argue with well. that then, fair enough. Exactly, so there you go. Is it regular price train? Do you have to pay a premium to go oh, on no, the I know it's Nino? regular price. He's a man of the people, uh, Fernando. Boyhood Atletico fan. He's not going to rip off their fans. That's My question is, like, what if you're a Real fan? Don't get on that train. Uh, unless you're a Real fan. <laughs> Real fan. I actually thought that was quite good. I've, 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 was... I've laughed at both bad jokes on this podcast. <laughs> so I don't know what it says about me. But... And Sven-Goran Eriksson but blames an argument between Gerrard and Lampard. We know that midfield was never the midfield that it could have been, and it's down to the car. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't care about cars, so I can't imagine falling out with anyone over it. But apparently they got into, I think Lampard got it, and he actually made a massive financial error. Like, it was like a couple of million quid or something a he spent massive on Massive financial error. Well, well, yeah, I just because... want to point out at this juncture, by the way, can you guess, audience, which person has these facts in advance and which person finds them two seconds before they've had to speak about them? I normally send them all to Mark at least the day before. <laughs> Guys, don't bring At down least the, the day before. Don't bring down the Christmas boss. It's like Christmas in it. Family are arguing. I mean, yeah, this is brilliant. Who's had the bloody bounties? Am I right or am I wrong, Mark Holmes? Do I send no, them to you, you the are, day before? You are right. You are. It's right. going to be yeah. more than a broken metatarsal if we're not Listen, clever. Eh? If everyone wants to, wants to bring their own in in the future, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> okay, I am going to put an end to this ridiculous, these ridiculous shenanigans here. This car between Lampard and Jared is a nonsense. Uh, this train in Madrid, not there whatsoever. But I can imagine that Christine... Astonishing that you can Astonishingly, despite... <laughs> Her first 70th birthday party. In spite, in spite of, of what is always a pathetic performance, Mark, on your part on Fact Football, Fact Football Fiction, I'm going to say that Cristiano Ronaldo uh, ditched his model girlfriend, Irina Sheik, now with Bradley Cooper, as we've established, because she didn't go to his mother, Maria Dolores' birthday party. <laughs> Incredibly, you're right. Yes! <laughs> I think that's, is that the first one I've actually got right? I'd like to know I think it is. who you've guessed in this series, because I feel like I've hoodwinked you quite a few times, actually. <laughs> and that, that's when we're worst yet, and you got it right. I've, I've realised after, this is the 10th episode, right, that you scrambling around is all just trying to, trying to hoodwink me. <laughs> and actually, the worse your explanation, the more chance it is of being correct. And at last... Do you want another reason for that? It's easier to come up with things that aren't true because when you've got a fact that that is true and I need the rest of the facts that are true and I to don't actually know back it up <laughs> yeah that was a bit uh, it's a bit cutthroat of Cristiano I feel it's just what he's like as, as a man isn't it Ooh. loves his mum <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm yeah, sure there are other reasons as well I'm sure it was like maybe the it was no the, no Pete sorry okay, yeah, no. let's stick with that <laughs> the, only the only reason I think so okay let's go and uh, take a look at another memory from the uh, podcast series so far and for this we will go to Pete Farry's Championship Manager Cherno. Again, I think if you listen to the Championship Manager podcast, you'll get that I quite like that football game. Um, and then I have a bit of an affinity and have spent a trillion hours of my life playing it and was playing it late last night. But the point remains that I, I to get to talk to Cherno firstly was just fantastic, just because I love that guy on Football Manager. So just to talk to him was great. But then also to find out that he's just the loveliest man in the world was, was also such a great thing. And, and, the, and the conversation and, and how kind of 
philosophical he's been. He could have been like some other players have been. Oh, it sort of ruined me. It was, but he wasn't. It was, you know, you know, there's pressure from it. But I just loved that interview, and I just absolutely loved talking to Turner. Just on the off chance you're listening to this and you haven't heard that yet, and you wait, wait, wait a minute. We did this championship manager episode, and Cherno Samba was obviously one of the the wonder kids that if he went and signed, he'd go on and score loads of goals for you. And his career just didn't quite match up in reality to what he did on championship. A lot of injuries manager, and things, yeah. But. Which was difficult for him for a time. He's got a great book out, and we spoke about that as well. Um, and it was difficult for him for time. But like you say, he's really embraced it now. And I think if I wanted to go to the pub for a pint with anyone to have a chat about their career, it would be Cherno Samba. The sad thing about all these interviews that we've done is that we've had to cut things out to get him down. And he's the one where the bits are cut out. We just wanted to put it all in because he was just an absolute hero, wasn't he? What a jam. Yeah, many of the other interviews, we, we cut some shit out. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> But the Cherno one, that could have ruined the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Mainly our questions, really, to be fair. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but but he's he's great. And, and actually, it's probably the, the podcast got that got the biggest reaction from people as well, just saying that it brought back so many memories. If you if you haven't listened to it yet, really, it's a it's a good forty five minutes of of your life, uh, and especially the twenty minutes of Cherno. But we also picked our um, our championship manager and football manager eleven that are best eleven players from it, and most most people seem to agree pretty much with what we we went with as well. There wasn't too much. Uh, it was only additions, wasn't it? It was well, yeah. the, the messages we've had of what about this player and what about this player? Not kind of that guy should be out, but it was more about what about this player? And you look at uh, some of the feedback we've had, and there was so many we couldn't put in that I was Mads Jorgensen. I wanted to put Mads Jorgensen in, and all these amazing players that we just couldn't uh, fit in, and. Uh, Maybe we'll do another one. My favourite bit of that interview with Cherno Samba is, if you remember it, is we were talking about, look, you know, it must have been really difficult, you know, on a serious note. You've got these stats of yours and championship manager, and actually your career is not quite panning out in the same way. And he talked about that being difficult. And my favourite bit of the interview was when he said, look, there were some players, he said, I, I don't want to mention names, I don't want to <laughs> mention names, but there were, there were some players in the same situation to me who have not really taken that well to it and haven't, you know, I mean, Freddie Adu, for example. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> you just said you weren't going to take places. He was like, ah, oh, screw it, Freddie Adu, um, who was in a similar situation, but hasn't quite embraced it in the same way. But He's a legend, Cherno. People go for selfies with him the whole time and are so excited to see him. And he seems like a real gent as well. I, I love. I absolutely love that. How many I selfies have you gotten with him over the years? None, <laughs> yeah. mate. But I've had a full-on voice-to-voice interview with him now, so yeah. that'll, that'll do for him. new alarm clock. He just wakes up to say, "Hello, Cherno." <laughs> you should yeah. stop tweeting him though. Yeah. Him the whole time, it's getting a, it's getting a bit much. Don't tell me what to do. All right, <laughs> all right fair enough. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's do another uh, football fact or football fiction. So, uh, like I say, uh, three footballing statements, uh, two of which are totally made up and one of which is the truth. Uh, our job is to work out the footballing fact from the footballing fiction that is put before us from Mark, Pete and Rob. This is a Christmas special one, I'm led to believe. Does it have a, an actual Christmas theme to it? There it is does. a Christmas theme to okay. it. Okay. We are a day late, guys, on that. But early for next year. Either way, uh, Rob, let's start with you. What is your football fact of football fiction? <laughs> so over to Finland now. And there's a team in Finland called Santa Claus. I don't know if they're actually named after the man or uh, uh, just the name already. It would be uh, one hell of a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> Who else are they named after? I don't actually know now I've said that. <laughs> someone's, someone, someone's parents have been a bit out of order. <laughs> But it wasn't a good luck charm or brought them any goodwill because they were relegated in 2018 out of the top two Finnish leagues. Which actually reminds me of a story we've got on the site about a Finnish referee who's cursed a few teams yes. to relegation. Yeah. So I'm not sure if he was involved, but uh, I'll say he was just to add to the fact of fiction. <laughs> okay, what's his name? <laughs> I don't oh, know. That's a question. Oh, 
Oh, that's, and there that's, he is now. <laughs> <laughs> so Finnish team called Santa Claus. Called Santa Claus, yes. All right. 11 elves on the pitch. Mark, what have you got? Oh, great set pieces. So this is all I'm going to give you for, for the moment because it's just brilliant. Paul Gascoigne refuses to believe that Christmas is real. <laughs> <laughs> Has he never been to Finland? <laughs> Seen it played Clearly in the Finnish not. league? He's never heard of that team. We're going to come back to that. Um, <laughs> I thought you might. It's, it's ridiculous, but you know, it is Gaza. It could be anything here, couldn't it? Pete, what's yours? People who uh, are dialed into the, the madness of uh, Felix Magat, who was Fulham manager for a brief time, manager over at Wolfsburg. He's, he's managed a lot of uh, teams in the Bundesliga. He is renowned for being a bit of a madman in terms of training and the way he treats his players. Anyway, they all said, can we have a bit more time off over Christmas? And he said, the only way I will cancel training is if Santa Claus himself turns up at training. The next day, all the Fulham players got together dressed as Father Christmas and turned up for training. And they got the wish. He cancelled training. Oh, he, so he was true to his word then. He was like, all right, you've, you've done well there. Yeah. Fair and, enough. And he fined them all three weeks' wages. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Merry Christmas. All right, I like that story. That's good, that. I like the fact that Santa Claus is featured in two of them as well. That's excellent. I'm going to come back to the, the team Santa Claus over in Finland. Where are they playing now? Are they still going? Uh, yeah, just in the lower reaches of the Finnish leagues, which I, I dread to think what, what's that like and what that entails. But um, yeah, they're struggling, sadly. Like I said, not brought them much goodwill at all. I feel like I would have heard of a football team called Santa Claus. Have you heard of the team in that part of the world called Sexy Pants? There is, is genuinely it, oh, a team... Oh, sorry, is this a different podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, there's genuinely a team in that part of the world called Sexy Pants. Where? In Finland? I think it's Finland. Yeah, I think it's Scandinavia, yeah. Around there. Well, maybe it could be Maybe it could be true if there's a Scandinavian... Sexy Pants v Santa Claus would be a fantastic third round fixture unbelievable game that would, yeah. that would be an odd Christmas film wouldn't it <laughs> <laughs> Mark you're um, to talk, talk to us more about Gaza not believing Christmas is real how can you not believe Christmas is real it's a thing it happens does it though <laughs> that, that's what he's saying I use a, yes it does <laughs> sorry, I use the word real because that's the word I actually looked this one up because it was just so brilliant that I had to get more details he's just what do you mean Christmas what, what is that what what is Christmas? He just refuses to accept it's a thing. It's just a day and people are doing stuff. But what, what do you mean Christmas? Gaza does nothing for Christmas. It's Chris Kamara's birthday, isn't it, Christmas? So he, yeah, just, yeah, it he is, celebrates yeah. that instead. More than likely. Get his Christmas album on. <laughs> so for him... Christmas... Why have I just plugged Chris Kamara's <laughs> <laughs> for absolutely no reason? Might be easy to get for an interview now, actually. Though, if you... <laughs> um, Chris Kamara is a legend. So, I know he is. Uh, I, I hosted an event recently where he performed at uh, the First Direct Arena in Leeds and he was great. He did uh, the new song he's got from his album and he also did uh, Let It Snow. We're really I... going big on this promo for Chris Kamara. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. He's great. So basically, Gaza says there isn't a Christmas, there's just Chris Kamara. Mara's birthday. Yeah, I think he, he's grown up with Christmas. It's not that he's got a family of non-believers or anything like that, but he's, at some point in his life, he's just thought, what, what is this? What He's not a religious man. He's clearly. had an epiphany. He's had, he's well, the, what's, what's, the, what's even the point of this? Maybe not an epiphany, but um, yeah, basically. It's not so much the, the point of it. He's just like, what is this? This isn't a It's a, a philosophical thing. question, isn't it? It is a, yeah, <laughs> like Gaza known as one of the great philosophers of our time. Wow. Uh, and finally, I, I, I like the um, uh, Felix is, is managing Fulham, and I like the hijinks of you know, oh, you're only having a throwaway comment of Santa, and then them getting together saying, right, we're all coming dressed as Santa. Mm. And then I like the idea that the manager to reassert his authority would then fine them the three weeks' wages for being cheeky shits. <laughs> so I, I like that. 
a lot. What year was this? That was when he was at Fulham. So, I mean, obviously, what, what was 2000 and... I can't think, but McGat was known as being an absolute bastard, wasn't he? So like, he, he, he got Hangalan to rub cheese on an injury, didn't he? That was his, yes, that was his uh, idea for how to recover. He was like, just rub this special cheese on you. Uh, he could have saved that for a football fat football Special fiction. cheese. God, Rob, <laughs> careful, careful. <laughs> when he was... I'll move it on quickly here. <laughs> I'm trying to think, who would have been in that Fulham team at the time that came dressed as Santa then? you got Scott Parker in there. You've got Ross McCormack in there. I mean, I think uh, might have been their top goal scorer that season with 17 goals. So you've <laughs> quick Google, <laughs> quick Google, and uh, not just that, but a steal off Mark as well from earlier on. That team did have a couple of. It wasn't like kind of a crazy gang. Ross thing. McCormack's a bit of a joker. Can I just say that this is not the noughties? Yeah, it's 2014. Not, I mean, 2014. Now 10 episodes into the Naughties podcast. Yeah. You just totally ditched the theme off. There's two things about this, Rich. Uh, firstly, uh, I've made an error. You can leave it there. Yeah. So, Pete, you're saying getting dressed up as Santa. Yeah. Uh, Rob, you are saying there's a Christmas uh, There's a Christmas team, a Christmas football team. team called Santa Claus. This is how mashed my mind is at the end of this nonsense. And, uh, Mark, you are saying that Gaza does not believe, will not invest in Christmas, does not believe that it's real. That's nonsense. That's definitely nonsense. Not going there. I'm not going with... There can't be a football team called Santa Claus. That's ridiculous as well. So I am going to go against my better judgment with the Fulham story that they all came dressed as Santa and he said, oh, fair enough, and then find them three weeks' wages. I really have got to stop giving myself the true ones. It's getting ridiculous, really. <laughs> and I haven't done this time. Who is oh, it? Oh. Is it me? I can't uh, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to let him guess that and keep it in suspense, but no. That, yeah. was, that was the moment where the, the, the series was supposed to come to a football fact, football fiction. Like, it's it's climax, it's crescendo, and you just went, oh, it's you. Thanks, I mean, thanks I would, didn't, didn't look at that thing that Pete sent me earlier. I mean, it? Unbelievable. Oh, so Do you want to hear something or? absolutely fantastic as well, which I've just realised and been researching Pete's facts for him. Uh, McGat wasn't even in charge at Christmas. He was appointed in February and was gone by September. It's all so lies. It's all lies. We're five, we're five years too late. He wasn't there for Christmas. <laughs> what are we doing? Do you know, do you know, to, do you, and this is why we need a break. And very, <laughs> very quickly, do you know what, though? It wasn't true. No. So it, none of those facts matter. matter. So there is an it actual, matter. There's an actual team called Santa Claus. Yes, as much as I really, really hoped Gaza just doesn't believe in Christmas. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't. Uh, we don't know. Not, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why do I keep backing up this fact? Because it's not actually true. <laughs> I was going to pull him up to say it's not that he doesn't believe in it. He just, he's just he's not a thing. You are, not, you get are it so right, in, Rob. You get are it right. so invested in this crap. I genuinely believe that you're, going, oh, yeah. you're like keeping it going. I want it to be true. Let's finish with uh, a final memory of the pod. A memory of the podcast. Sounds like someone died. Uh, a memory of the podcast. Uh, I'm going to go with the interview from the the Liverpool episode, which I really really enjoyed doing. Actually, the one where we we spoke about the Refa Revolution and we spoke about Torres and also we spoke about Istanbul. And just that chat with with Neil Mellor and just the nonchalance that what he spoke about the fact that he was with um, Morientes in the stand because neither of them were playing and they're watching the game and then they're like oh we've won hello we've won we want to get down on the pitch and the steward wouldn't let them on the pitch until Morientes Fernando Morientes pulls out his passport and says. I'm Fernando Morientes, <laughs> at which point she was like, oh, great, self What I wanted to know at the time, they didn't ask Neil about that, is why on earth did he have his passport with him, like, in his trackies, on the side, like, in the pit? Why would you have it with you, huh? Bizarre, if I was like Fernando Morientes, I'd always have my passport on, just, just to show people. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to, like, um, ruin the fun and stuff, but I, I think, have you been to a Champions League final? I have not. You spot Stoke. 
<laughs> if you go to Champions League final uh, or a lot of the finals you have to take ID with to get in so it might just it but might surely not be on the team bus yeah. you're right, getting guys. off like every single play Stevie no I'm sorry rules are rules like one of those booths like when you get yeah. to an airport it's just like checking in Morientes checking in Mello he guys, wasn't there as press Reg come on guys stop shouting at me <laughs> I was just saying the reason why but the, but the fact that he did but I really liked that interview with him as well I thought it was quite interesting because obviously he was injured for like a large part yeah. of that season but had a really good take on Everything that went off and that run to you know, and I mean, he scored. He, he scored that uh, the goal against Olympiacos, then set up Gerard for that that amazing one that gets it to three one. He was pretty instrumental in that, and then just for the, this kind of like comedy clambering over the uh, advertising hoardings past the steward with Morientes flashing his passport on the way on, and of course the other thing as well. I don't know if I should mention this because it might ruin it for anyone who's listening. To it, but the medal that he's got mm. as well. Yeah, I love that. That was my favourite bit. Yeah, what I liked about it was the player that. Was sort of orchestrating it, you would never expect in a million years. Like who, who's in? We won't give it the story away, but who's um, you know, whose idea that was? Try and pick it out. You would never say this player, and I love that idea. Put it that way, it is well worth a listen. So that brings to an end then uh, this series of the Broken Metatarsal, which will return after the new year. Of course, it was brought to you by our friends at Football Index, the football stock market, where you can buy and sell players for real money. Sign up today at footballindex.co.uk and use the code TBM Index to trade with a £500 money back guarantee. New customers only, 18 plus. If people do have uh, a suggestion uh, of a topic, contact at planetfootball.com is the place to go and do that. But we, yeah, we will. We'll be back in the new year, won't we? Will, can't wait, yeah. So early 2020, we'll be back. Relatively early 2020. Yeah. And uh, thank you to everyone who's listened. It's been it's been lovely. I've, I've had a great time. It's been fantastic. 2020 will then be 20 years since the start of the noughties, which is kind of like a little bit bonkers in itself, isn't it? A long time ago. But only 11 years since the end of it. How the hell is that true? 2009 to 2020. So that's how it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Is that fat or ten, ten years and one day, isn't it? It's not. <laughs> okay, it's not eleven God. years, is it? This is petering off into. Absolutely We're really nice. rubbish at maths. We've discovered that. That's right. That's right. It's not eleven years, is it? Since two thousand and ten. I think you would class it as a letter. I've got to say, I think you would class it. No, two thousand and nine. The last. Yeah. What? So it's twenty twenty. How this long is, ago was? What so is it? You're on January the first. 2020. How long ago was 2010? And you say eleven years ago. That's the tens. That's the tens. It's a different decade. we're done. Okay, but the day before. Again, again, this is what it's 2009, like. 2009, December the 31st. I'm just, oh, yeah, yeah, 10 years Whilst the I ago. quietly lost the <laughs> mark to, uh, to genuinely uh, explain the idea that 11 years ago was only 10 years ago. We will I'm going to meet up with Gaza. Are all right? I, I, don't, I, I honestly think we've done him in. Uh, we will leave it there, other than to say, please rate, uh, please leave your comments, and please subscribe to the podcast. Podcast, which will drop into your podcast provider as we return 11 years after the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, leave it there. This has been the Broken Metatask. Cheers for listening.